6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. The story from the Edmonton Oilers about the goaltender, Alex Stalock, expected to miss the entire 21-22 season uh, due to a heart condition, myocarditis, um, that he developed after um, contracting covid a while back so he's going to miss the entire season scary stuff right there and you know what every day I I hear from you on the text line uh, some of you wondering why people won't get a COVID-19 vaccine and I hear from some of you about the reasons why you won't get one well an Alberta doctor has been asking his patients if they've received it and if not why? He wrote an op-ed in the Edmonton Journal about it. Dr. Monty uh, Ghosh joins me this afternoon. Doctor, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me here. All right. So give me an idea. Tell me, tell me what you're seeing when you're, when you're meeting with your patients, what you're hearing. So uh, interestingly enough, I'm not a primary care physician, uh, and I work in internal medicine and addiction. So we're not usually the ones who give out the vaccination exemptions, but because Patients are struggling to get the vaccination exemption from the family physicians that are coming to us. And the College of Family Physicians and Surgeons uh, or Physicians and Surgeons has given us strict guidelines in terms of who to admit the vaccine to and made it very clear to them that there's a limited, uh, uh, limited exemption list that exists out there. Tell me, you know, before we before we continue, I wanted to ask you about that because I've been reading more about it, that, that the people who actually really do qualify under vaccine exemption are very, very few and far between, few and far between. Who would qualify under the, that exemption? Uh, so people who have very bad reactions to the first vaccine or they have potential anaphylaxis, uh, such as like a very severe allergy, so to speak, to the vaccine. And uh, and the people who have like myocarditis, for example, as well, would be those individuals. All right. So when you're asking, you take the opportunity to say, "Hey, have you have you got the vaccine or or not?" And and uh, if they say no, you know, obviously, as a doctor, you always want to uh, educate your patients or guide your patients and give them the best medical advice. So what are you hearing about the reason why those who haven't been vaccinated haven't been vaccinated? You know, I, you know, I've heard a bunch of different patient perspectives on this issue. So they do include people who are worried about, uh, you know, contracting some sort of uh, virus through an evil conspiracy, for example, around this. Uh, and then people who are just overall paranoid from the, from the vaccine. But really the vast majority of individuals who I do talk to are worried about the pace in which the vaccines have come out. They're worried about the technology aspect of it. Uh, and my job is to reassure them that the technology is actually okay, that you know, this has been studied for over 40 years. Uh, and it's only being implemented now and they've only industrialized it now. But really it's been around for a long time and I tried to sort of ease their fears of the vaccine. Many of them are waiting for the Johnson Johnson vaccine, mm-hmm. other forms of vaccines. Uh, but I try to re-encourage them that they you know this is this is you know you need to get the vaccine now. And many people are banking on the fact that there will be herd immunity or what they think might be herd immunity. 
Um, so they, they feel that if enough of the population is vaccinated uh, with the Moderna vaccine, with the with the Pfizer vaccine, that they'll be okay and they'll be able to survive normally in society without the vaccine. Uh, but as you've read in the op-ed, it's uh, many of us in the medical field are thinking that's not going to be the case. All right, let's expand on that. So yeah, the, the title of the op-ed is it's not a matter of if you'll get COVID, but when you'll get COVID. And what you're suggesting is, is that, you know, it, it might be best to control the symptoms or you know the the possible outcome than it is to just take your chance exactly yeah and, and that's the thing we know like COVID's going to become endemic in our society right now we're in a pandemic phase but eventually COVID will be part of our day-to-day lives no matter no matter where we are in the world much like the common cold uh and much like the common cold you know most people get it two to three times a year uh, many of us feel that COVID will be much the same. We'll probably get it two to three times a year. So it's really not a matter of if you'll get COVID, but when. Uh, and yeah, exactly as you had mentioned it, we want to be sure to reduce the severity of that. And one way to reduce the severity is to get vaccinated, is to have your vaccines on board so that you can mount a proper immune response that won't be detrimental and that you can fight off the fight off the virus. Yeah, and, and, and I think that's one of the things that, again, you know what, doctor, I think communication around COVID has been uh, has been a real challenge, and I'm sure that every day you're, you're hearing this as well. I mean, with, you know, the, the, the changing goalposts almost on, you know, do this, don't do this, but it, it happens as we're learning more about something as we go along as, and, as, and as things change, right? And so that has been a, a real challenge, uh, but you write not getting the vaccine is like playing Russian roulette with COVID-19. Getting the vaccine improves your odds of doing well. You choose how you play the odds, but choose wisely. So, you know, you write that, and then I su- su- suspect that that's the message that you tell folks who you ask or you talk to about it. And what do you hear back? You know, it's, it's mixed feelings. I think a lot of people are very set in their ways. Uh, about the the COVID vaccine, but uh, they again they feel that they that they're immune to COVID for whatever reason already, and it's my job to tell them that they're not. This is coming. This they will get it, and they just need to be prepared. And having uh, and preparedness does involve getting the vaccine and being you know being careful with what you're doing outside in the community and wearing your mask. And that you know yes, you want want society to normalize. The fastest way to do that is to get the vaccine. Uh, and to be prepared for the worst. In, in many respects, it's like harm reduction. You know you're going to get it. Uh, you need to protect yourself against it. Um, and, and taking every step possible to increase your odds of maximum survival, maximum wellness. Dr. Monty, ghost joining me this afternoon. Now, uh, what are you hearing from, from your colleagues who are on the front lines? We keep hearing, you know, we hear, you know, I read Twitter reports, social media, we hear from AHS, but what are you hearing? Um, we're hearing the same thing. Like, I mean, I, I, I do work in the hospital setting as well, and, uh, and there's capacity issues for sure. A lot of our nurses are getting redeployed uh, to other postings, uh, such as ICU postings, um, which means that we have to shut down beds to take care of regular patients. Mm-hmm. And, and so we have to shuffle those patients out into the community, out into other hospital sites. Um, we have to discharge individuals as quick as possible, if, even if they're uh, remotely well enough to stay home we send them home um, and uh, it's a problem. There's just not enough resources to go around and, and there's a lot of strain on our system uh, because of unvaccinated individuals. 
and I think you know, uh, as a physician, knowing and feeling what's happening in our in our hospitals, uh, I want to encourage uh, my my patients and others around us who are not vaccinated to get the vaccine. I think it's their public duty to get the vaccine, and I want to ensure them that it's not dangerous. They're going to be safe with it, and they'll they'll do fine with it. Doctor, let's leave it there. Thank you for joining me this afternoon. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me on the call. Yeah, take care now. Dr. Monty Ghosh joining me this afternoon. You can read his uh, op-ed in the Edmonton Journal today. It, it is interesting. And, and you know, I, I'm always fascinated to hear why or, or why not people are um, getting or not getting uh, the vaccine. Uh, I know some of you, I mean, I don't even have to look at the text line right now to, to tell you why. One of uh, my, my listeners, he said, you know, his arm hurt really, really, really bad for a long time afterwards. I know other people, again, waiting for Johnson & Johnson, other people saying, hey, you know what, I'm just not sure uh, of the science just yet. But the doctors, um, you know, saying, hey, you know what, the majority, the majority of doctors you heard about uh, the um, the uh, physicians and surgeons organization saying hey you know what there are some out there that are spreading misinformation and they've had their their hands slapped on that but an interesting article and I do think it's it's fascinating as well uh, with the vaccine exemption uh, from everything that I have read and everything that uh, I have been told and have had conversations with, and you heard the good doctor say, you know, there are very, very, very few people that would fall under that exemption. And uh, we do know that uh, people, some people are trying to find them uh, wherever. In fact, I, I know someone personally who is desperately trying to find one. 